This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, I'm going to need you to calm down. Plus, Biz gets a compliment, Teresa conquers the night, and we talk to Deborah Hauser with Advocates for Youth about the future of sex education. Woo! Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. I love it. Hot to trot, make any man's eyes pop. Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) Teresa. Yeah. How are you? Oh, um, I'm kind of the same as I was last week, honestly, but I'm going to talk about something a little bit better. Um, So, yeah, last week, if you guys heard, I was talking about how I can't fix mornings for myself, and that's a really hard place to be. Possibly the best line ever uttered on the show. Thank you. I can't fix mornings. Can't fix them. Can't fix them. Yep. They're broke. Yep. <laughs> um, and that's 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 still where we're at. Yeah. Because obviously I can't fix them. Um, however, I've decided to focus my efforts <laughs> elsewhere. Okay. Um, and that's been really rewarding. <laughs> so what I have <laughs> what I have figured out is that uh, in the evenings now, you know, I've got the, the three kids. They're and still there. They're all three of them. They're still there and they all um they all share a room still. Yep. But I've gotten to the point where I'm able to get them off to bed around the same time now. Whoa. Which is like a next level thing. And what I know now from experience may also just be a brief moment in time. Absolutely. Like we're not like I'm very well aware of like this isn't one of those things where I'm like okay we've arrived. Now they'll be going to bed at the same time forever. (laughs) I realize that like this is just like a weird thing that's happening right now. All my kids are ready to go to bed by 7.30 now. And that's really kind of awesome. And the only thing I need to do is just obsess about every detail of staying on schedule at, like, bedtime (laughs) to, like, we literally are, like, eating at 5. Yes. Like, the... Two younger ones are in the bath at six. Yes. Like, we're, everything is like, I'm like, Jesse, get Grace in her pajamas. Yeah. You guys go read. Go, we're going to read over go, here. Go. Like, everybody's going <laughs> to clock out at this exact time. I've gotten the kids into their room, oh my like, God. ready for bed at seven <gasps> every night for the last four nights. Wow. And then, like, lights out by, like, 7.20, kids asleep by, like, 7.30, 7.40, all of them. Whoa. Yeah. I know. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. This is really a big deal. It's major. Yeah. And, and I, I Are really, you sitting in the room? No, well, until they're asleep, but, yeah, they're, but asleep they're asleep by... by yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I can stay there until 745. Yeah. That's not a big deal. This is... I know. Amazing. And I am not taking it for granted, <laughs> as you can tell. <laughs> Yeah. I am appreciating every moment and realizing how fleeting it may be. Yeah. We we burned some like, you know, incense and like, you know, said a couple of things before the show started to to break any of the possible parent karma yes. that could come from talking about this. Yes. Yes. I am so impressed. Thanks. Really, I'm so yeah. happy for you. Thank you. It's one good thing that's <laughs> happening in my life right now. Can I just I, I derail just a little to say 
Because, you know, this plays a lot into the, like, are you a morning person? Are you an evening yeah. person? And yeah. I sometimes, like, after kids, I'm neither anymore. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. like... I feel like we've talked in the past about like, you're like, uh, mornings really legitimately are more difficult just for you as yes. a person yes. pre-kids yes. versus evening. But plus this also means you're getting some evening time back. I know. That's such a big and deal. it's like, I'm re- I don't know what to do it's, with it yet. Sure. I'm Who, not yeah, doing a good job of that. Okay. But I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. Because I believe that just even having those moments is restorative in yes. and of themselves. Like it doesn't even matter what I choose to do yeah. with that time. This just that that time exists. Yes. Is good for me. Yes. I am so happy to hear that. Thanks, Biz. That is so nice. Yeah, thanks. How are you? I am okay. I'm going to tell you guys a little story that happened, but I have to say, leading into that story, summer will never end. I still have one last week of summer mm-hmm. uh, with both kids, mm-hmm. and a lot is happening. A yeah. lot, of, lot of life changes happening. Yeah. Katie Bell, her arm's still broken. Uh, uh, right. She's starting a new school. <laughs> Ellis yeah. is going to a new classroom, yeah. despite him being like, I can't wait. I keep getting calls from teachers last week yeah. saying the transition did not go well. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was stressed. Stefan has quit his job, mm-hmm. uh, and pretty soon we don't know what that's going to mean in terms of all that free time I'm suddenly going to mm-hmm. have because both of my kids are going back. Will he be there? I don't know. <laughs> Get out of my house. Mm-hmm. But it's midst, probably no problem for you because you're pretty like laid back about like expectations, expectations for the future. Yeah, and, like, not at don't all really feel you need to like prepare a thing that might be any yeah. one of these things might not be right. concerning for me. Yes. And in the middle of all of this, we had to get parts of the air conditioner replaced. And there has been this gentleman from this air conditioning service. Mm -hmm. He is he is really a nice guy. I was like, wow, if you want me to trust you, I do. You've been really thorough and nice. And but he's been in and out of the house a lot Mm -hmm. over the last couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. witnessing me, apparently, as a parent Mm -hmm. uh, with children there and all the chaos. And he finally put the last piece in, come down. I was writing the check. And mm-hmm. also, nothing stressful there. Nope. And we're wrapping up. And he says, you know, I, I just have to say, and I'm like, oh, God, what is coming? I've been in and out of a lot of houses. And I've seen a lot of parents. And I've seen a lot of things. And <laughs> I just, you're doing such a good job as a as a parent, you, you, I've just seen you with the kids and you're like really committed and you're doing such a nice job. And I was, I was so caught off guard by mm-hmm. it because it was just such a strange place for it to come from. Right. And I just was like, <laughs> I literally like stopped mm-hmm. and kind of paused and then was like, thank you. I'm really tired. Yeah. <laughs> I tried not to just ball hysterically. Yeah. But it was it was actually really nice because like for the rest of the day I was like, I I am doing a really good job. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I am. And somebody has witnessed this like in the house, not well, like out. That's kind of why this is such an amazing story. Because yeah. like that is the thing that like when we're alone parenting. Yeah. That, like, there's this part of us that's, like, when we're doing a good job, we kind of, like, wish someone was there to see. Like, it's kind of hard to do it without an audience sometimes. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to do it without an audience, even if it's not going well. But, like, 
when we're when we are doing a good like you I feel like you had an opportunity yeah. to weirdly have an audience and yeah. like it's so nice that it was this person <laughs> that was like actually paying attention yeah. and then decided to actually say, say something. something yeah it was nice it's really nice anyway so that was very nice good it did help me with all the things that are kind of going on mm-hmm. in our life mm-hmm. to calm down a little bit good which I think ties in nicely to today's topic which is I'm going to need you to calm down. (laughs) Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Calming down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I think we should start with where I feel like obviously we would go, which is like kids, helping yeah. kids calm down. Yeah. And, and, and then where it takes us, I, I, we've obviously touched on like helping kids through, you know, tantrums or like whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel the longer I'm in this game, mm-hmm. as it were, and the more times my kids get like to a point where I want to utter the words calm down. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, it falls into the category of this may be a lie somebody's been feeding us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that all of the like techniques do not seem to work mm. or seem really weird to ask of my child. So mm-hmm. I want to start by just saying, what are some techniques that we have been taught yeah. to help children calm down? Mm-hmm. Counting to 10, mm. right? That's a big one. Count to 10, count backwards from 10. I feel like that's been offered a lot. Mm. Or five, mm-hmm. but counting, mm-hmm. taking deep breaths, mm-hmm. stomp it out, right? You could stomp it out in case like the calming needs them to be less physical. Mm-hmm. I think about the like strong hug, you mm-hmm. know, to like hold as the child is, you know, Ellis, who's a, a full body tantrumer mm-hmm. or full body and I, I want to be clear I don't even think half the things that I'm going through with Ellis right now are tantrums mm-hmm. as much as huge emotions getting bigger mm-hmm. getting frustrated mm-hmm. getting not calm mm-hmm. okay so those are some like yeah right I mean, yeah I'm also thinking like you know getting down on their level yeah speaking slowly and quietly yes looking at them in the eye yes there's also like I always think of like the happiest toddler on the <laughs> yeah. block thing like the caveman talk oh yeah yeah like, yeah yeah talk to like caveman. kind of match their yeah show them that you like see and acknowledge their emotions <laughs> what I like is this feels like the opposite of what to do in case of a bear Right. <laughs> right. Maybe that would actually be a better solution. Just mm-hmm. back away. Uh-huh. Slow. Don't run. You're not supposed Play to run dead. And scream. Play, dead. Play dead. Just lay there until it's over. Until yeah. it's past. Yeah. But yeah. Well, like the big one, I think, though, is like stay calm yourself. Like, yeah. I think calm the main yourself. one is like, because I think, I don't know, like when I first heard you talk about this, like the thing that I thought of was like, I actually don't know many techniques to get my kids to calm down. Like what I know to be true is just the opposite, which is yeah. if I lose control and I'm not calm, right. I'll make them worse. The only thing I can do is stay calm and hope that they will eventually 
come yes. back to my level. Yes. That's and all I know. This is what I want to talk about. Okay. Like, because that's where, like, I feel like maybe I've been falsely saying to myself, oh, I can teach my children these methods to calm down. Yeah. And I think there is some validity to that, right? Yeah. Like, because I'm using them to calm myself down. Yeah. But I feel that, like, what happens is Ellis, for example, will get really out of control, really loud, mm-hmm. like something will happen, like it's time to get out of the tub, right? Or mm-hmm. I have to take this away. And it he's still, his brain is still going down some other path that he was in the middle of. I'm clearly interrupting it. He's getting upset. I don't, you know, I can't calm down. I can't calm, he'll even say, I can't calm down, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I will then do the whole focus of my attention to help Mm -hmm. him get through it. And even if that means not saying anything, just holding him Mm -hmm. so he stays safe or whatever it is to help him get through that without giving him a hundred cupcakes. You know what I mean? I do. And then as soon as he's calm and happy, I feel like I have been hit by a truck, Mm -hmm. right? I feel like just exhausted, like wrung out, and which adds to that like, thing we've been talking about a lot of the like oh my god i'm so, like i how are we supposed to do anything when we're so drained yeah so like that and i feel like recently when i reached out to you about this topic it was because i had just gotten through with one of these moments mm-hmm. and was like now i have to fucking cook dinner yeah and do like all the bedtime stuff yeah i'm here like by myself in this Ugh. house Ugh. and i've just ab- so basically feel out. like i've absorbed all yeah. of his yeah. Like emotion. Yeah. And like, where am I supposed to put it? I know. Yeah. So it's like. so hard. Yeah. I, so I feel like that's like a, you're right. It's part of like us kind of calming down mm-hmm. and like this disappointment that me trying to teach the kids to count isn't working. And I feel like that does work sometimes to some level. Mm-hmm. But like when I watch, Ellis can't calm until he's ready to calm down. There's mm-hmm. no words I'm going to be able to say besides just him staying safe. Katie on the other hand, it feels like all those techniques she's heard and, you know, she's a processor. I'm going to take the things that I've learned and I'm going to work through them. Mm-hmm. I see her trying to calm down. And to me, it reads as cramming, cramming, repressing, mm. not letting anything out oh, at all. Shit. Right. Where yeah. I'm like, maybe counting to 10 is a bad fucking idea. Yeah. Maybe you should take this baseball bat outside yeah. and like beat the shit or out the of something trick. or the ice trick. Yeah. yeah. So like. And then I'm going to say one last thing. I'm going to stop talking. And that is, Mm -hmm. regardless of which child it is, Mm -hmm. the moment I'm about to say, I am going to need you to calm down Mm -hmm. or calm down, Mm -hmm. I feel like I am being super dishonest Mm -hmm. because there's nothing I fucking hate more Mm -hmm. than somebody telling me to calm down. Yeah. You want me to calm down? Why don't you fucking calm down? You yeah. calm down. Yeah. Right? So then I feel like, well, if it doesn't work for me, if somebody tells yeah. me, why on the fuck would that work for my children? I know. And I feel like I'm lying to them. On, like, I feel like I'm yeah. saying something yeah. bad to them. So now I'm done. <laughs> okay. All right. What do you think? Well, I'm thinking about that for one thing. Yeah. Like I, I definitely have said the same, like the same thing, you know, calm down mm-hmm. or I need, I'm going to need you to calm down. I feel like when I'm saying it, I'm doing something, there's something similar going on in my own mind to what you describe. What I'm thinking in my mind is I don't believe myself. Yeah. Number one. Like, uh, I know that this won't work. Right. I'm almost more just, like, buying myself time to try to, like, 
read their signals mm. and like see what they need next or something. <laughs> That's like, smart. I, I yeah. don't even know what I'm doing in that moment. Like, there's never been a time where I'm like, oh, you guys need to calm down. Here's the message you need to hear and that will solve. Like, there's never yeah. been a time where I'm like, I know what I need to say right now. They need to calm down. Um, that will never, like, that's not, it's like so go to pointless. Sleep. Yeah. It's like, go to sleep. Eat your dinner. Yeah. Do your homework. Done. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think what I'm more doing is I'm thinking and I'm saying stupid shit. Yeah while I'm thinking mm. because I'm trying to maintain the, I'm trying to keep their attention right and I'm trying to figure out what to do yeah and I'm saying stuff <laughs> that is like around the topic of yeah. what we're dealing with <laughs> but do you know what I'm saying I think what I'm saying I think what I'm doing in that moment is I'm trying to think like is this a time where we need to redirect right is this a time where they need to express something to me that they need to express right is this uh like I, you or know, do we just write it out because right they are... do we just write it out but usually if I'm trying to help them it's because for some reason it needs to be contained like there yeah. are plenty of times where my kids are hyped up or yeah. amped up and it's it's at home and you know no one's getting hurt right yeah and i'm you know there's lots of ways to not be calm it's not always n- like totally negative yeah. sometimes it's just excitement oh and sometimes it's over excitement and sometimes oh. it leads somewhere i didn't even think about that yeah. because because you're right there yeah. is that and i feel like as a kid, mm-hmm. that was when people told me to calm down. Yeah. Was when I was when you were like, like up and hyped and right. super you're excited and you're loud yeah. and you're like pacing yeah. and like wanting to show people things and yeah. you stop talking because you have all these ideas and like <laughs> I got a thousand ideas. Yeah. yeah, and so that's another time when we're also oh. like kind of trying to rein them in. And there's times where I'm trying to like help my kids regulate when they're like that. Yeah. But if we're at home, I'm also like more lenient. It's more that like if we're out in the world and like it's not appropriate for where we are. <laughs> right. Then I'm the trying opera. to. Yeah. The <laughs> opera. I, we love taking love the children. Taking they children. love it. They Surprise. Love toddlers it. love the opera. They love the opera. <laughs> Can you imagine? Anyway. Anyways. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I think I didn't even think about that one because. Uh-huh. It triggers the exact same thing because I yeah, do like it with, does. with Katie Bell, like she. I don't know where she gets it from, guys. Yeah, but their volume goes way oh, up. Yeah, you know, and, and it's yeah, and and so when I say you need to bring the volume down, yeah. I just oh, I get so angry with I myself because there's nothing I hated more than when my like parents were like, you need to calm down. Yeah, you need to d- turn it down. Well, so but, can we talk yeah, about that? I think because that's, that's yeah. I mean, well, for one thing, like there. I do have one child. Yeah. I'm just going to say who it is. It's Oscar. <laughs> he cannot control the volume of his voice. Yeah. And sometimes it's so loud that it's really hurting our ears mm-hmm. and he doesn't realize that he's standing just like right there. So Correct. I do have to like work on that with him. But outside of that, it's just that my kids and I think many kids, many healthy, happy, yeah. smart kids <laughs> in general are operating at like a level eight volume <laughs> when things are going well yes when we adults probably feel like something around a five would be more comfortable <laughs> right yes. that's where we're at all the time yes and so it's like a constant negotiation <laughs> like 
Do I just let them speak at this level? Do what they're doing. Yeah. Right. Speak and like sometimes have that energy right. that goes with that volume level. Oh yeah. Like what's what's the worst that can happen? It can comes, I just can I just allow it? Yeah, it comes back to it's really about me. It yeah. has nothing to do with like yeah. the normal thing that they're doing. Yeah. It's like because usually by the end of the day, yeah. I'm like, everybody needs to yeah. quiet. I need quiet. I, I need yeah. quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, quiet. yeah. Your mom's weird. See, because I'm the opposite. <laughs> I'm like that in the morning. Uh, I'm just yeah. like, I can't, I can't, I can't, just, <laughs> I cannot. Yeah. Like, by the end of the day, I just let it go. Yeah. Like, my mom used to say, like, when kids used to play out in the yeah. neighborhood and run around the neighborhood together, that, like, had when a kids place. had that volume level, like, she's like, my mom used to just say, go on outside. Yeah. Like, bye, go on outside. And, like, the kids would all leave the house. Yeah. And they'd come back hours later. Hours later. Having burnt off all that energy. That's right. So that makes sense to me. Yeah. It, it's the fact that, that this is a conflict. Yeah, like, because there are a lot more inside kids yeah. now. Yeah. There's yeah. no place for them to go, per se, in not a lot always. of... Not yeah. always. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Obviously, this is once again... An all about me thing because yeah. it's it's I'm obviously going to try and help my kids through whatever they're going through. Yeah. Right. But the unexpectedness of how depleting that is yeah. as the person helping them navigate it is surprising. Yeah. And the and then like the stuff that you brought up, which I wasn't even thinking about the like times I say I need you to calm down when they're just like up and excited yeah. and nothing bad's happening. Yeah. It's just what's happening. Yeah. And then the layer of how bad I feel utter because I feel like you're right. Sometimes I think it's just a habit to say yeah. like the words while yeah. you're trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. And I guess I guess for me the larger thing is how do I help them without like doing a, another generation of people who hate that word. Yeah. You know, like who hate yeah. who have that same sort yeah. of guilt yuck feeling. Yeah. And it's I guess it's probably like the. <sighs> More work of legitimately helping them navigate those feelings as yeah. opposed to just putting a calm down sticker on it. Yeah. You know, like for Katie Bell, it's maybe you should be expressing your feelings a bit more. Yeah. Right? Like it's okay to express it. While with Ellis, it's more about it's okay to express it, but you have to be safe. Right. Right? Like because yeah. his so physical with his. Yeah. Uh, I feel like what we're dealing with that's tricky here is like... The difference between, like, what you don't want is obviously, like, squashing them. Right. Like, we don't want to, like, tell them, calm down. Like, you have to calm yeah. down. But, like, what you're talking about helping Ellis with is really the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. Like, you're totally, like, acknowledging his emotions and stuff. And I think maybe what we can think about is, like, how to help our kids on the other side of, like, when they're getting too hyper yeah. to the point where it's they're just going off the deep end yeah like they're about to hurt someone yeah. or hurt another kid or hurt themselves or yeah. make a huge mess or it's just getting too overwhelming for other people who are around right like how to help on that end yeah without just yeah it's the regulating it's, it's legitimately it's, it's the regulating helping yeah. them yeah it's like how do we it's like how do we help them rather than just like Tell them to shut just, up. To shut up. <laughs> yeah. To calm the fuck down. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Sounds like work. <laughs> cool. Crap.
We have a Jumbotron. This Jumbotron is from ShopTheChange.com. It's time to put your wallet where your heart is. Shop the Change is an online shopping platform that empowers consumers to align our purchases with our values. It's social change through shopping, something we should be doing anyway. This would not exist without this community. Co-founder Sarah and VP of Marketing Michelle are both one bad mothers, and they need all of our help to reach their fundraising goal and to get this app into all of our hands. And they thank you from the bottom of their hearts. You are doing a good job. So visit www.shopthechange.com to contribute and learn more. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Mosaic's Chips. Mosaic's Chips are crafted with organic ingredients you can spot. Green peas, yellow peas, potatoes, and black beans. They're pop not fried, then lightly misted with organic extra virgin olive oil. A new kind of gluten-free chip with flavors you already love, like sea salt, barbecue, cheddar, salsa, and sour cream and onion. Deliciousness.com is your one-stop shop for new and innovative snacks with ingredients you can feel good about. From Mosaic's organic popped veggie and potato chips to Crunch Bites rice cracker coated almonds. Use the code MOTHER at checkout to take 20% off your first order at deliciousness.com. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. So, outside of being married to somebody who has an arts and culture interview show, um, (laughs) my only access to popular culture is that I love listening to the Pop Rocket podcast. And they have a summer book club every summer. And I did the same thing last summer. I read the summer book club book. And it was really fun last summer. And this summer I made time to actually read the book um, this summer as well. And it was just a fun, like, self-care thing um, because I got to read a great book and then I got to listen to the podcast talk about the book and feel like I was, like, participating in something. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it was just a delight. So oh, I'm glad I did Oh, good job. I yeah. am so glad to hear that. That is really good. Yeah, thanks. So I, because things have been a little stressful and it's, we all know biz doesn't do summer very well or starts off thinking I'm going to do summer very well. And by the end, I'm just broken. So I knew this week was coming, this last final week with zero help, both kids, the whole nine yards. And I, I got a new setter. Good job. Just for the week. That's Somebody to great. come in and like help me yeah. so that I'm not awful. That's awesome. Yeah. I good felt, job. Yeah. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Hi, Biz and Teresa. I'm calling with a genius today. I potty trained my three-year-old. People do this every day, but I feel like 
a genius. My husband is deployed, and I did it by myself, and I feel like a genius. I fail most every day, so this is unusual. You guys are all doing a fabulous job. Thanks for the great show. Bye. Aww, yeah. yay. I just don't like, you know what? Sometimes we can, like, push the potty training off to be like, well, obviously one day you're going to potty train your job. Right. You need to be celebrating. Yeah, that's It is awesome. a big it's deal. It's such a big deal. It's a life changer. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, for and you and your child. Yeah, you yeah. did it. Yeah, good job. Good job. Yay! Yay! Failures. Fail, 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 fail! You suck. Fail me, Teresa. So... My dogs are like basically inside dogs because, you know, it's like 100 degrees every day. And Coco, my older dog, she's probably like 12 now or something. She has like gotten into this weird habit of when I sometimes when I let her out in the backyard, she will just go under the deck and Mm. stay there for a while. And then like I have to like coax her out with a treat, Uh. which like sometimes just doesn't happen for a little while. But I usually try to bring her back as soon as I can. (laughs) And don't worry, everybody's fine. (laughs) But um, I did. I let her and my other dog, Sissy, out in the backyard the other night and it was late enough that it wasn't like hot and it was after their dinner so they'd already eaten and Coco went under the deck and when I called them to come back in Sissy came in and Coco stayed under the deck and I was home by myself with the three kids and I was like okay Coco you can just stay under the deck like come in when you're ready ready, you know like whatever (laughs) it'll I'll go get her when I can right and then cut to like you know four hours Mm. later and je- and I was upstairs doing like finalize fin- like finishing making a kid lunch or something. Yeah. And Jesse came up and he's like, "Have you seen Coco?" And I was like, "Um." And then I went, "Oh, I don't yeah. think I ever brought her in." You know, like yeah. I don't think I ever went back for her. Yeah. And so I said, "Oh, she was under the deck like a long like a long time ago." I was like, "She's been fed, but <laughs> she I, she might still be out there." And he went to the back door. And sure enough, she was, like, sitting right at the the back door, door, like, just waiting (laughs) for somebody to let her back in. And, I mean, she's totally fine. fine. But I felt guilty Guilty, because I had forgotten about her existence. And (laughs) then that night, to make matters worse, I had a horrible nightmare that I left Curtis in my car. Yeah. Like, the the car dream. Yeah. Like, the nightmare dream. And 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 he was so far away in a car that it was going to take me hours to get back to him. And, like, I could never, like, there was no 911 in my dream. You know, like, it was one of those horrible nightmares. And I woke up and I was like, oh, my God, like, just dealing with yeah. that anxiety dream and then going about my business that morning and I saw Coco and I went, you. That's you. You are why I had that dream. That's now I know right. why I had that dream. <laughs> oh, that is like double. Ugh, I'm yes. so sorry. Yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> so like, I, it was like a Tuesday last week. And Stefan's like, hey, we're almost out of milk. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, you know what? We need a few other things. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do you want me to get milk? And I'm like, no, no, no. I got the milk. It's not a big deal. I got to go get this other stuff. And of course, I have kids with me. Right. And so I go, we we make time to go to the store that day. I get all this exciting new stuff. Because Oh, I don't think we have anything for dinner either. So yeah. I get all this stuff and come home and pack the next morning. Stefan goes to make his cereal and he's like, did, did you get milk? Oh, and no. I was like, oh, man, 
I did not. Yeah. I did. I got so many other things. Yeah. So many other yeah. things. And did you use some did, spaghetti sauce for did your cereal? Not get the, no, he had to like go to the store yeah. down the street no, I know, I and know. get that because worse than oh. his cereal, I would have had no milk for the coffee, for the cappuccino. Oh, yeah. So, you know, yeah. that's the most obnoxious thing I can say. Uh, I would have no milk for the cappuccino. <laughs> but like, yeah, I just was like, oh. wow, I went out for milk and I did not get the I'm milk. so sorry. It sucked. Hi, one bed mother. This is a fail. We were all coming home from grocery shopping and my husband was kneeling down to help my two-year-old get his shoes off. And I noticed my son's nose was streaming with snot. So I got a tissue and I went to wipe his nose and I wiped my husband's nose. Um, (laughs) Probably doesn't sound like that big of a deal, but it was a very degrading experience for me and probably for him too. And uh, he just goes, what are you doing? And I looked at him and he looked at me and we both started laughing. And then while I was laughing, I started crying, just weeping for the death of my brain. And I'm just now a nose wiping robot and like not even a good robot, like a robot that wipes the wrong person's nose and then starts crying. So thanks, guys. We're doing a great job. That's amazing. That is the most. um, I thought last week's didn't bring the suitcase on the airplane trip was possibly one of the greatest fails next to Ant Cupcake. Yeah. But this 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 sums up so much. It really does. Of like. I feel this one deeply. Deeply. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also grateful because I feel like now I'm going to be more vigilant to make sure this never happens to me. Right. This (laughs) is it's. It's, it's like a new twist on the, I forgot the milk or I poured the milk in the yeah. coffee grinder. Yeah. The, but this is. It's deeper. It's, it's more deeper. painful. Because. It hurts. Yeah. It's like debasing. It really right? is. Like you really wiped is. your. And your I did. I did something somewhat similar, which was that I went to get Curtis a fresh diaper the other day mm. and I brought it back to Oscar yeah. and started trying to put, put it on Oscar's him. legs into it. <laughs> and Oscar looked at me. And was like, what? And I was like, oh, wrong kid. <laughs> and then and then, um, and then, we had to talk about it later because yeah. I think it really freaked him out. Yeah. Like, he was like, mommy, do you remember when you... Because <laughs> I'm going to remember it forever. Till your deathbed. I'm going to remember it, mommy. <laughs> oh, my God. You are doing such a good job. Such a good Seriously, job. Such a good job. You really are. Your brain matter will grow back. Sometime. That's what it, that's what it means. I'm pretty right? sure. It yeah. Goes back or we all speak with words now. Happens. They may the not be the right words. Be okay. Wow. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Kapari. Kapari is an aluminum-free deodorant that's dedicated to changing the deodorant game by giving you pure coconut 
confidence. We've actually yeah, both been using it. I'm wearing it, it right yeah, now. We're, we're really into it. We've <laughs> yeah. talked about how much we really, really like this yeah. product. Um, instead of plugging up your sweat glands, Kapari's deodorant fights odor with sage oil and coconut oil, and it outlasts your longest days. It, it, it outlasts it, uh, two days. Yeah, it's, it actually works really well. It's also free of silicone, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, and baking soda, and it's great for sensitive skin. So go to Kapari.com slash badmother to make the safe switch today and see how you can save $5 off your first order. That's Kapari.com slash badmother, K-O-P-A-R-I.com slash badmother. Teresa. Yes. Let's call someone today. Hey, the... (laughs) This week, we are calling Deborah Hauser, who has been with Advocates for Youth for more than 20 years. In 2012, Deb became the organization's fourth president. She has been at the center of numerous innovations in adolescent sexual health, including being a co-founder of the Future of Sex Education, an initiative producing the first ever national sexuality education standards. Advocates for Youth co-created the Amaze Project, an animated sex ed playlist for 10 to 14-year-olds. Welcome to the show, Deb. Thanks. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. It is so nice to have you here, and I cannot wait to talk about this. Uh, but before before we do, we want to ask you what we ask our guest, which is who lives in your house? Who lives in my house? Well, it depends on the day, but by and large, uh, me, my husband of 20 years, our two recently acquired puppies, one named Uh-oh. Harper and one named Max. Uh-oh. Oh uh, yes. I don't know what we were thinking. So I have two adult children that have flown my coop. And we were feeling kind of quiet, too quiet in our house. So we decided to bring in two puppies. And to this day, I'm like, what the heck were we doing? <laughs> well, that, well, I mean, I was going to say, every time I get like low, I'm just like, I need something to do. This is something, everything's out of control. I should get animals. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. which is probably better than like, I should have more kids. Uh, uh, <laughs> just the same. Almost the same. Almost. Well, that's exciting, new puppies, but not as exciting as the Amaze website, which I have to tell you, I am so in love with this site so that I don't mess it up by just talking about the <laughs> my favorite parts. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Amaze project? Oh, sure. I'm so glad you like it. it I have to say as you said in the beginning, I've been here for 20 years. We've done this work for probably I've done this work for 30 years. This is one of my absolute favorite projects ever. The idea really is to provide young people with sex education, um, particularly puberty education, yeah. but all kinds of sex education, and to really reach young people uh, at the age of 10 to 14. So right when they're going through all the turmoil of puberty and what the changes in their bodies and their emotional and physical health. And um, so we've done the just I think they're more than 50 videos at yeah. this point that are up there 
they're very short, maybe two to three minutes at, at the longest, and they're funny, and they're endearing, and they're educational. They're all cartoons, most of them. I think there's two or three that are not, but almost all of them are cartoons. And they're really about providing honest information uh, while entertaining people, young yeah. people, 10 to 14. But there's also a lot of information up there for parents and educators as well. So it's really just an effort. I know there are some schools that are doing sex ed really well, and there are some schools that just are not. And so this is really an effort to um, improve both what schools are doing, but also what young people can get directly um, from from the web. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, you know, I oh, the horrors of thinking of like my kids being like, I need to learn about sex. I'm going to go type that into <laughs> Google. And like what could come back is just like a, a concern. Um, and so we've, we've talked about on the show a lot. We are both very pro talk about it, talk about it often. You know, you can't really start too young. You know, my favorite story is explaining, you know, menstruation to Katie Bell and like what I have to do every month. And then she turns to Stefan, my husband, and says, well, what do you do? And he says, well, I don't get a period. (laughs) And her face and her saying, she goes, that's not fair and we're both like you are 100 percent correct <laughs> right like, on that is like, absolutely right welcome to the sisterhood <laughs> but like it is still amazing to me my children are nine and four my daughter's nine my son is four and it is amazing to me when i talk to other parents with kids you know my daughter's age at nine who who just say i, I haven't had any conversation mm. and, and i'm like and these are like which is really remarkable to me or nothing very deep, not a very deep conversation about it. Right. And I think that's amazing. And, <laughs> you know, pardon the you know, knock to yeah. the name of the site. But I think what's so great about your site is I think for a lot of the parents, it's just overwhelming. It's just they don't know yeah. what to do, how to start it, you know, and it can be so loaded for them. So I want yeah. you to talk to us about I went and watched one of the parent videos first and I turned to Stefan and I was like, this is the best thing (laughs) ever in the world. So talk to us a little bit about the platform for parents. Yeah, so I love this piece. Um, You know, as you're talking, I'm thinking, I too, I mean, I have a ton of friends who just were so afraid to talk to their kids. And the thing is that parents are the primary sexuality educators of their children, if they're talking or not. Right. So everything you do as a parent, the way you interact with your child, the way you interact with your partner is teaching them something about themselves and about sexuality. So to not speak words does not mean they're not getting something Mm. from you. Uh, And it's so much better to have an open and honest conversation. I think, you know, the biggest thing, the biggest myth that um, those of us in the field always are, are sort of fighting against is this idea that information will cause your children to think about sex and have And in fact, information is actually incredibly helpful. And the research is very clear that when parents talk to their kids openly and honestly about these issues, they're so much more likely to delay sexual initiation when they're older and to be protected when they do begin to have sex. So it's really, really important to have these conversations. What I love about the parent materials, so this was just recently launched. There are 10 videos and a playlist, also animated, but for parents, they're a little bit longer. 
And uh, they were put together by this amazing sexuality educator who has a great expertise in parent-child communication and young children and their development. And the goal really was to help parents understand what is developmentally appropriate to talk to young kids about at age four, at age five, at age six, and what are their normal questions? What are they asking? So my favorite part of this is when she says, you know, when your child says, where do babies come from? And your mind goes, oh my God, they want to know about sex. No, no, no. (laughs) I mean, four-year-olds are usually asking that question and they don't really have any idea what sex is. What they're really asking is, I'm here now, but I know there was a time when I wasn't here. So where was I? Where do babies come from? They're really talking about place and time. Mm. And so really what they want to know is, well, you were inside your mom, inside what's called the uterus or the womb, and that's where you grew. And then you came out through the vagina or maybe through a cesarean section, a C-section, and here you are now, and we're so excited to have you. Isn't that wonderful? Babies come from their moms. (laughs) So it's so simple. Right. We just overthink it so much. Yeah. And I think I I just also want to throw in like, you know, we just trying to stay super aware. I think you can even be more inclusive by and by being even more general and just saying you came from inside a uterus. Yeah. You know, right. it doesn't it's Absolutely. not you know, it's not necessarily the mom, but it's it's um, you know, it, and you know, in our family we started talking about mm-hmm. this really young as well and you know you can start with if you want you can talk about like the sperm and the yeah. egg you know there's a sperm and there's an egg yeah. required and there's also a uterus required yeah and, you oh, know I like that. you don't like, even we- have to get into necessarily you can talk about who the people were that provided those yeah. things but you don't even have you know you can just talk about the science behind how a human That's life right. is created yeah two things on that one guess because my kids both of them when they asked the where did I come from and I started down the path immediately wanted to know yeah but how did I get like how <laughs> which is why we did start <laughs> talking about the sperm and all that stuff first which yeah, then right. led to because then the next thing they were asking like after they processed that and then later it would be like well when am I going to get sperm when am I going yeah. to be mm-hmm. because for Katie Bell she's like I don't want kids how do I keep myself from ha- you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, we were able to, like, talk more about that, which the site is so good about. But I also want to say your site is also great, actually, about inclusion. You've got a number of videos geared towards sexual identity. Talk a little bit about that. Because yeah. you, you yeah. use – I was watching it, and I was thinking – oh my gosh, this is so helpful to me of a generation when a lot of words weren't, these words just weren't being used or didn't exist yet, you know, in terms of language. And here they all are for me (laughs) in a, in a video. (laughs) And that's like really helpful. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Language is really, um, especially language around orientation and identity. It's really changing very, very quickly. So it's hard to capture it. But what we did try to do, we were really, really um, intent on making sure that the videos are all inclusive, right? That was really important to us. We know that young people, especially LGBTQ youth, you know, sometimes experience a lot of bullying and sometimes experience um, harassment and at school. And we really know how important it is for them to see themselves reflected in these in these videos. So representation matters, right? We we all know that. And so making sure that not just the videos that are about orientation or about identity, but all the videos had some place where they could see themselves. Whether it's, you know, if you're talking about what is love, that there were 
there was a couple there that's maybe of the same sex. There's also a couple that's of opposite sex. And then, you know, if you're talking about even body image or independent of what the topic was, to make sure that that young people um, could see themselves reflected uh, in every way. We tried to include a couple videos with a character that's in a wheelchair. We tried to include a character in a hijab, just so independent of who you are, that you could see yourself reflected. And same with the LGBTQ young people, uh, the audience. It's really important that they both have information about sexuality and identity so that they know what they're feeling and thinking. And we're just, I just finished reading a script on what happens to you if you're going through puberty and you, you don't want to go through puberty because yeah. maybe, maybe you are questioning your identity. So there's a really good video that'll come out in the next couple of weeks on, on identity and challenging your, what do you do? There are such things as hormone blockers and how do you get them and who do you have to ask and what kind of doctor do you have to go to? So, th- so really trying to make sure that we're addressing all those issues that young people really want to know about that schools often are too afraid to address. Well, it's also, I think, so you've got the parent platform where you've got like, you know, the videos for parents to help them understand. But I, as a parent, went through and watched a majority of the ones for kids so that I could then show them like, so Kate was nine. She had questions. She wanted to ask about like, when will I need a bra? Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so we went and pulled up some of the like, you know, puberty videos. And I said, do you want me to sit and watch them with you so you can ask me questions or do you want to watch them? And then I'll come back. And not only were we able to go through those, I was able to then show her, you've got some videos of like how to be an ally, how right. to, I could watch when I wasn't sure I was going to get it right explaining things, which listeners know <laughs> I'm learning how to get it right. Uh, and I want to get it right. I'm able to, it was really nice to be able to sit down and watch a video with her where everything like the wording was right and the experience was like right in a way that she and I could share it together and then have a conversation about it. Like the videos for kids helped me sure. ha- like sit with her. And sometimes, you, you know, sometimes our kids are the only people that the, their friends have that yeah, they can turn to. So giving them that information. Listen, you don't have to have all the answers. Right. That's not in the parent, you know, playbook here. What you need to be is open and askable. And so just sitting down and watching these with with your children really it says to them, you know, I'm here. I'm here. And while these things might feel scary and a little uncomfortable, I am always here to help and to answer your questions. I'm here for you. And that's the most important message that you can send out of all of the messages yeah, no, is that you'll be there. Yeah, it's so friendly. And it's the kind of thing. And because they're short, that's really helpful as a parent when I want to go and like sit down and start like, okay, do I want to show this to my kids? What am I going to read? The fact that they're short, I was like, oh, and it's over already? Like, <laughs> like, I can do this. I have time to do this. And I love that, like, and it's also very honest. So, you know, even I, who think I am the most honest person and nothing can shock me when it comes to talking to my children, there's like, we pull up the videos to show Katie Bell. And like, one of the first ones was like, what's a boner? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Okay, I wasn't quite ready to use the word boner, but I can see that if my child was older, that would make more, like, that would be more relevant. But I guess Katie Bell should know what a boner is, just in case 
Because that's Absolutely. probably going to start right? Somebody's going to use the language. Somebody's going to use the language, right. Um, right. So everybody, the site is amazed.org. It is it is so good that you guys created this. <laughs> oh, it's been an absolute joy. An absolute joy. And it really, there's also a YouTube channel that yeah. young people find the videos um, themselves, also called Amaze.org uh, with no dot on it. And uh, there's a Facebook page for parents as well. So join us. We'd love to have you, your audience. It's, um, it's a great resource for folks who just want to open up the conversations with their their children and really begin to set some, some, you know, set out some relationships that you're there for them and that you can, you're an askable, an askable parent. It's so, it, it, again, it is such a good resource. I just like, oh. I was so excited when I <laughs> saw it. I was like texting Teresa. I was like, stop it, this is so good. I was like at a Girl Scout meeting with people and I was like, you should totally check that. If you have not had that conversation, go to the site. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's so good. Spread the word, everybody. It is. I amazing. have one. Uh, so we're about to, it probably in the next couple um, months, we're going to start putting out a few little, a uh, few short videos for the four to nine-year-olds. So oh, for your four-year-old, keep your eyes open. They're adorable. They're really cute. And they will answer the question, where do babies come from? <laughs> How did they get there? How did they get out? Exactly. So oh it'll, it'll give you some more resources. Well, thank Absolutely. you, Internet, for helping me do my job. I'll <laughs> <laughs> well, take it. I'll take it. Well, Deb, thank you so much for joining oh, us. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Continue. You guys do a great job. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Bye-bye now. That's you. What? <laughs> and me too. Huh? Our podcast, Minority Corner Silly. Oh, the one where we talk about topics that cover the queer community, race, feminism, and good old pop culture? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. Oh, girl, we are so funny. <laughs> I was just thinking about something we did. Wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Are you listening to me or me? me. Both. Minority Corner. Every Friday. What's Ben Affleck and or Drake up to? What show should I be watching right now? Should The Rock run for president? How about Oprah? What's a great French film about lady cannibals? Who's stronger, Luke Cage or Iron Fist? For answers to these questions and so much more, come on over to Pop Rocket, a pop culture roundtable discussion that always has a fun, diverse panel talking about the stuff we love. Catch us every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you decide to get your podcast. I'm not going to (laughs) judge. We are back and I wish I could go back and talk more to, to Deb and the Amaze Project. It is, guys, it really is. It's the end of the day. You're in bed. I know you're not supposed to have any more screen time, but you're like, I should maybe start thinking about this thing just take a look it is it 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 just brings me such great joy that this resource is here to help me talk to my kids about it or just to help understand something more so check it out 
Teresa, you know what I also like to do in bed at night with my computer? <laughs> that is listen to some moms have some breakdowns. Let's listen to a mom rant. This is a rant about grocery stores and really anywhere in public. Um, it's like people don't want parents to be able to do anything easily. I'm in the parking lot of the grocery store right now with my two-and-a-half-year-old and my one-year-old. I don't have any groceries because we went in, and the first problem is they only have carts to hold one child. And I have a two-year-old, and he's big for his age, so I get a lot of stares when he's in the cart. I don't care. I'm not going to walk around with a two-year-old just running around the grocery store. I would never get anything done. So I put him in the big part of the shopping cart, and he doesn't like that. He wants to sit in the smaller part, but I can't. I just can't do that. And the little one won't be in the carrier anymore. And he's, my two-year-old's currently yelling at me to go, but I just, I, I just. So we we got through the store with most of our stuff. And the toddler says yes to go potty. And we're working on potty training, and he's doing such a good job, and I didn't want to ignore him. So we go to find the bathroom, and it's outside the doors. You can't bring your cart anywhere close to it. It's It's like in the lobby area. Why, why would you, why? So I get him out of the cart. I get the, the one-year-old out. I'm holding him. I take my cart and leave it over in, like, the floral department where I think no one will see it. And just, it'll be fine. So we go to the potty. I'm trying to get him on the big potty while holding the one-year-old and trying not to let him touch anything because it's disgusting. He goes. He's awesome. He does such a good job. I'm, like, sweating because, of course, it's not air-conditioned. It's in the lobby. It's like a sauna in there. We get through it. We come back out, and my cart is gone. They, they, someone took it. I don't know. I don't know why. Like, where? What would you expect them, people, to put their carts when they go to use the bathroom that is outside of the doors? It's gone. And I just, I don't have it in me to go through the store again. And my kids don't have it in me because it's almost nap time. So great. Get to go do it again some other day. I don't. How 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 does anyone do anything? I don't even know. Thanks for the show. I love you guys. Bye. We love you too. And you're doing such an incredible job. I'm so pissed for I, you right now. I am too. I know. I'm so pissed. I know. The like juggling oh of God. those kids and then the having to carry them in. I, it, it took me, I don't think I realized the whole grocery store bathroom situation mm-hmm. until like two years ago because mm-hmm. my kids were either in diapers or we just hadn't had to, like Target, you can drag everything in there if you want yeah. to. But like, we were like at the grocery store yeah. and like Ellis was like, yeah. I have to use the bathroom or, yeah. or Katie Bell would have to use the bathroom and she could just go in by herself and we yeah. hang out outside, yeah, right? Yeah, But with Ellis and I was like, you can't yeah. take the cart. Yeah. Is somebody going to gonna just, take this? You have to stash it and hope. Hope. And they don't, for, they should have like a little sign that you can grab and hang on your cart. Yeah. Like right there at the sure. bathroom. To that like would be hang. nice. Because it's, I'm sure it's like an employee doing their job, yeah, like cleaning course. up, just thinking somebody abandoned their cart. But, yeah. But like. But why? Yeah. I it just. Yeah. It is. And then to come out after all the no, shopping with I the can't. kids and then to it's, be like, that's like forgetting the milk times like 8,000 yeah, because it's, it's like, I don't want to go back out for the fucking milk. So right. Wrong. Like, yeah. but it's all your groceries. Yeah. I, that is like all that symbolizes 
how does anybody do anything, anything ever? ever? Yeah. <laughs> I am so sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. You, you You're are amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I am gonna just maybe i'm just gonna start hanging out at grocery store bathrooms yeah. and being like i'll watch your cart i'll, watch your, you. cart. I'll yeah. watch your cart go in there take that kid to the bathroom oh you're doing great Teresa. yes what did we learn today we learned that calming down isn't calming for anybody Mm-mm. right like it's yeah. and maybe not even in the long run the best choice of words yeah or, or not even like what our goal actually is. I mean, like, I, I guess with like the volume and the energy level, like mm-hmm. the non freak out, but the, Hey, we're all super high. That one, I probably have a tendency to be more of the, like to jump to the calm down. I need mm-hmm. you to bring it down mm-hmm. because I do yeah. want them to be quiet yeah. and stop. Yeah. Right. But a, is that really fair to them? Right. Is that squashing the thing that squashed in me as a child? Right. Yeah. Like, there's like, again, it's about the stupid balance that I'm so tired of balancing everything. We also learned that it is really okay to start talking to your kids about uh, their bodies and about puberty and about sex. And it all doesn't like, none of those things mean like a life, yeah. you know, destined yeah. for constant sex yeah. all the time yeah. before they're ready. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're not too young to begin under like having their questions answered yeah. or like understanding like basic stuff yeah like, it's not and we don't have to anybody who's listened to the show knows that it took me a while to catch on that i could say two things and then shut my mouth yeah as opposed let to trying be. to yeah go in yeah right on uh, let me think about questions you might want to know and answer yeah. them all no, 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 no. Yeah. And, and the, like, Amaze and, you know, other resources. There are lots of resources out there to help you navigate this. And it's okay to start navigating it. And you're doing a good job. And if that's been something that's been difficult for you up until this point in time. It's or o- is still difficult Or is still for difficult. <laughs> it, it may always be. Okay, yeah. guys? That's it's, true, too. Oh, for sure. You know? But, yeah. like, it is just like the calming down or the millions of other things that we're trying to help our kids navigate. This is a this is a big one, and yeah. it's it's ugh. sometimes we just have to do it. All right, everybody, you're doing an amazing job. Yeah, you are. It is hard to do anything. How are we doing it? I don't know. It's a great mystery. It is. We right up there with the pyramids. Yeah. How uh, are how? we doing anything ever? That is right. So good job. Just getting through it. Yeah. Really good job, you guys. Teresa. Yes. You are doing a great job. Thank you, Biz. So are you. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. We'd like to thank Max Bunn, our producer, Hannah Smith, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. 
To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.